What's going on? Hey, I don't have any picture here. Let, let me give me one second. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. It is yours truly, the Bruce Wayne of this one, a.k.a. the Speaker of Truth, a.k.a. the King of Content here on YouTube. We back in here in this space, and I appreciate everybody for being here, and welcome to the Blue Chip Mindset Series, which is occurs every Wednesday for you guys to get some free information, or as they say in the, in the streets, million dollars worth of game. In the streets. Shout out to, what's the guy's name? Gallo, Galo, and, and the other guy. Anyway, they're internet personalities. They talk about having a million dollars worth of game and all of that stuff. I can't remember the other guy's name. But anyway, man, shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to the 10 toes up gang. Shout out to everybody. This is where we use Wednesdays to get over hump day to get us through the week and focused on our money. We keep our money on our mind and our mind and our money and vice versa. All right. Wallow and Gilly. I I, I actually combined their names. All right. That's how bad. That's how bad I am with names. I said Gallo. It's Gilly and Wallow. All right. Shout out to them brothers over there. Terrible. All right, terrible with names, but that's something that I either accept or I'll work on. Anyway, man, we got a great show today. We're going to talk about master time and dominate your life. All right, leveraging options is everything in life. And this is just a reminder for many of you people, many people in the in the building here to just a little bit of inspiration. We don't call that motivation. We call it inspiration. And uh, what we want to do is inspire you to be the best you can be. This is somewhat of a self-improvement angle. This is somewhat one of those streams that my, not many people watch. As a matter of fact, I do these, committed to these 41 episodes, doing them, and they're the least watched episode on my channel. But they're the most valuable episodes for the people who invest in them. Not only that, people do love to contribute to this because you see yourself in a position of, you know, I'm instructing you. All right, my mother once wished me wisdom. All right. That was the one thing that my Christian mother prayed to God for. Give this young boy wisdom. So wisdom in turn is one of those things that will create something, create momentum for you where you'll never put yourself in a negative situation because you have the wisdom. And they always said, they said, because you have wisdom, you'll be a teacher. Now, a normal ham and egger would have said, oh, wisdom teacher. And then you would have been teaching elementary school, which it's not a bad job, but a lot of times it's not the most fruitful and rewarding job, unfortunately, in our country. However, I took that thing, I took that narrative, I took that wish, and I took the prayers of the people who told me and bestowed on me teaching qualities to be your teacher today, all right, here on YouTube. And I was a teacher and a coach in, in the college ranks, and I became a professional teacher as well. So a lot of times you got to think outside the box. Can you be a teacher? I can still be a teacher and still not be in the classroom. This is our classroom today, and welcome to the show. Anyway, we got a great show today, man. Look, do me a favor to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign CGA live in the building. Hey, hey. I got what else we got going on here? We got Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo, and then we got PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. The link is linked up top in the description box up there. And then we did have an interesting comment right before I got onto the show. All right, we had a, a brother named Henry Resilient that said, I'm surprised no network has snatched you up, coach. Shout out to you. New, 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 new world order. They don't want this type of information to be bestowed upon the brotherhood. All right, I give you real information. What I do is I get you guys to do a deep dive in, the, in your mindset. Some of us were completely taught wrong. We were misled. Some of us misled by our parents, some by schools, and this wasn't done 
maliciously, if you will. All right. Although I have conspiracy theories related to that. Boeing announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. All right. But the odd, odd thing is that the, the thing is your parents might have put you in a major disadvantage or right? your parents might have put you in a major disadvantage because they themselves were oxygen thieves. They themselves were normies and ham and eggers. They themselves lived within their comfort zone. They trained you that living in your comfort zone is the safe zone. And a lot of people do do very well living in a comfort zone, right? They can live in a comfort zone for 50 years, never challenge themselves, never risk, never look to achieve rewards. And they will do absolutely fine. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of millionaires that become millionaires over time doing that. However, they're not living the millionaire life. They're just living stable, right? They're doing not doing their best. But see, this is the whole conversation. And we'll get to Dr. Thunder, right? Um, somebody says, well, <laughs> uh, we'll get to Dr. Thunder here because he shared a link with us um, about this idea that hoes are winning, right? And Ramil and us kind of have a opposing uh, view on this one, but we have a respectful uh, view on this one. And that's a sign of great respect. When you respect someone and you respect an opposing view, you don't have to put the person down. But there's always people putting another person down, right? You know, I know we all contributed that because they have an opposing view and we don't have to do that. We can respectfully disagree. But the idea of this hoes is winning attitude, you don't understand that your parents was one of these hoes. <laughs> your parents is one of these hoes and they bestowed upon you death and destruction. All right. They destroyed your future. And that was the karmatic karma effect of of them winning all right them them winning in the child support system them winning in your divorce and what did they do they bestowed upon you death and destruction decay they just bestowed upon you not winning the not winning spirit they bestowed upon you the victim mindset so she won but you lost so ultimately she lost all right so here's the different here's the information that we're talking about same thing as teachers teachers do the same thing Teachers graduate from college and them hoes be winning. All right. And then five years later, they can't live off of $45,000 and they never get a pay grade. They never really get a pay raise for the next 10, 15 years. And then they start losing. All right. It catches up fast. All right. So, and this is because they choose the safe option. They choose, they choose the safe option. They knew what they were getting into yet. They thought they was winning because it's you struggled for the first five years. They were making 35, $40,000 right out of college. And they thought they were winning 15 years down the line, them hoes losing. But there was a lot of information kept from you. And what I look to do here, although you don't have to agree with me 100% of the time, this information I'm giving to you absolutely for free. You can pick and choose. You can cherry pick it. You can apply it to your life. You can apply 60, 80, 90%, whatever you want to do. But I'm giving you information that I believe was given to me, and I'm giving it back to you. This is my way of giving back. Despite the fact that everybody wants to describe the next person as a grifter, I'm giving you free game. I'm giving you million dollars a game. As a matter of fact, I'm a person who has earned a million dollars over his entire lifetime. So in essence, I am a millionaire. All right. That's nothing new because a lot of men in my uh, age group have done the same thing. However, you're listening to me absolutely for free over these airways and you can apply these things to your life absolutely free. You don't have to commit. All you have to do is hit the like button and commit a few hours to get this information. All right. Now, if I was richer than the millionaire that I would be, if I was applying and, and saving this information and charging you for it, OK, you wouldn't get this information uh, for free. You would get it for a fee. You would get it for a fee. So I want you guys to understand and appreciate what you're about to get in the day. All right. What you're about to get anyway. <laughs> All right. That was my monologue. Do me a favor. We're going to get the earlier contributors to the day show. Then we're going to remind you what the blue chip mindset is. And then we're going to get into the real episode in the building. All right. All right. Do me a favor. Hit the like button or it's going to get belly deli in here real quickly.
And if my show does pop off, it's the new, 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 new world order. Or I could be having some technical difficulties. I will pop back in within three to five minutes, maybe shorter. All right. Um, so shout out to uh, who we got over here. We got Dr. Thunder, all right, leading off, leading off at bat. Did I get Jones G yesterday? Um, sounds like I don't remember that. Oh, no, I did get you, Jones. All right. Uh, Dr. J Thunder is in the building. He had a video that I caught, um, and I, and I, I was actually able to listen to it on my dog walk this morning and uh, shout out to you. And that was a good chat about the holes are winning. All right. What the perspective is. And it was a good, honest perspective between two content creators. And he chose to say, hey, you know, let's look at both sides of the perspective. And depending on your, on your perspective, this is what you see. Now, listen, we've all been down and out. We've all been abused by the system. This is why you're here. This is why you ended up here. You had broken heart. Uh, a woman false alligated you false alligators, a woman divorced you, a woman broke up with you, uh, something happened like that, or you just were displaced in life. And it's caused some misunderstanding as to where to go because all of the information you receive from Blue Pill World is, oh, just don't worry about it. Just plug back into another woman, plug back into the matrix and you'll be fine. Um, and that didn't work for you. So you ended up here. The beauty of it is now we get to give you an indicator. You might be depressed because of the situation. You might be misguided and undecided because of the information you've been given. The information you've been given has not worked for you. And many of the times you listen to women or, 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 or your female teachers or your female administrators or your mother, and you just haven't been able to wriggle out of the situation. So we give you advice on how to do it. By the way, if you're looking for a quick solution, I'm sorry. This is not a quick solution. This is not a quick solution. This is not going to be a quick turnaround. It can be if you're lucky, and we call luck when is luck is when preparation meets opportunity. But for men, it doesn't work like that. See, life, men, you can't cheat life. Okay, let me let me just repeat this real quick, and I'll get back to the contributions. Men, you can't cheat life. You're not women. Women can somewhat cheat life for a long time, right? That's when the Ramils of the world so they say the holes are winning, and they're absolutely right. To you, they appeal they're winning because they have ass and titties. All right. That's just the bottom line. All right. And they have a little bit more than that. All right. But that's how they win. All right. And that's how they're able to get a, get around losing. But what I know is, and from my perspective, is they're eventually going to lose and the pile, the losses are going to pile up quick. All right. Because they won't be able to leverage that as easier with men in their age group. It's not going to work because men are going to be basically grow out of that behavior. And they're not going to be able to leverage that. Number one. Number two. Most of the women that are metaphorically winning are just getting through the week. They're just getting through the month. Your rent's due, motherfucker. So with you, you don't have that safety net. You don't have ass and titties that you can lean on. See, women, uh, unfortunately, you know, for them, they can be ambitious. But then when the ambition doesn't work, they can quickly bail out and just be a celibate. And then there's guys that will buy a bit. But you can't do that. So what I'm telling you is you don't have a quick solution that get to wriggle out of. All right. And uh, for most, for the most part, you have to take your time and um, you have to have a formulated plan. If you join my money mindset group, I talk about this. This is where you now invest in this message to go forward. Okay. The money mindset group on Patreon, top tier level, all right, or the $50 level. You have to, you have to develop a plan as a man. See, for women, man is a plan. For men, you have to develop the plan. You have to have the vision. You have to have the understanding that this is not going to be an overnight success. You have to understand that you're going to have to work for your leverage and options. You can't just simply be like, well, how do I get out of this and look for a quick pill to get you out of this? If you do that, all you're doing is setting yourself back a little bit further 
from your progression. Let's develop a plan. Develop a plan. Okay. All right. And then get out of it. First of all, first of all, I saw somebody in the comment section. How do I get out of this? First of all, you got to realize that if you are in a depressive state, you are in the most weakened state of humanity. Unfortunately, a lot of people suffer from depression because they don't have a plan. All right. I'm not saying you're a weak individual, but you're in the weakest stage of humanity. If you're leaning on depression, I get it. I've been there. I've been probably depressed. I didn't recognize it as depression. But what I recognize is I got to come up with a plan to get out of this situation. All right. That's where I, my mindset was. I never thought about, oh, woe is me. I thought, of holy shit, I got to get out of this plan. And I started to shed the ham and egger in the Mickey Mouse mindset that many of you guys lean on, like pro-blackness. All right. You got to get rid of that. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's a crutch. I, I know. Be proud. I'm proud of being who I am. As you guys know, I'm the Muhammad Ali mindset. I'm like, I love my chocolate skin. But I also say all Kim folk, all skin folk ain't Kim folk. All right. I also say I ain't riding dying for y'all. I also say you don't speak for me. So there's a balance in here. But you got to shed that. You got to shed the victim mentality. You got to shed the idea that hoes are winning for you. For metaphorically, you got to shed that idea. Otherwise, you're just going to be like, oh, my ex-wife got me for my paper. My egg wife, my, my ex-wife stuck me for my paper and I lost the rest of life. But you got to understand that divorce negatively affects women more than it negatively affects men, despite the fact that we say, oh, this guy going to lose his money. All right. But what they what, what they don't uh, tell you is that even when women get the house, when they get the car, even when they get your alimony and child support, they're still miserable human beings. I'm not happy. They're not going to be happy. They think they're going to get happy. They think there are, but they're not going to be at the end, all right? It's only going to take two years for them to realize even sticking you with the paper, for the paper, they're still going to be a miserable human being. So with that being said, with that being said, did they win or lose? Did you win or lose? What did you do with the two years that you needed to do to come up with a plan to dig yourself out so that when you start winning, your ex-wife looking at you with the Snoop Dogg face, Okay. Your ex-wife looking at you like this, and trust me, all ex-wives follow their ex-husbands, and when they see the losses start piling up in their category, and when they see the wins start piling up in your category, they start to go about destroying your life. All right, this is how they look at your social media, and I can't find the, oh, there it is right there. And um, you want people to look at you like this. You want men to look at you like this. You want women to look at you like this. And what that is called is a disqualification. They've disqualified you from ever competing with you. This is why I don't engage in long-term beefs or meaningless beefs. I will throw a little jab here and there. But I'm competing against not you. I'm competing against myself. And you want them to understand that. And you want them to disqualify themselves before you even get a chance to disqualify them from your life. All right. You want them to do this. And this is what the results of, of people doing this. Let me just go ahead and keep going right now. All right. I'm sorry, man. Sometimes the spirit leads me. <laughs> and humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. It ain't me. All right. But he will lift you up. Here we go. <laughs> if you wanted some sermons today. All right. Shout out to DGC more. Toxic community talk culture is destroying the world. It's destroying the world. And I agree with you. It's destroying the world. Unfortunately, um, the influence that we have in America is pretty, um, I don't even in, in America, our influence as so-called black Americans is absolutely immeasurable. I mean, the amount of things that we've come up with in this society or we metaphorically and have contributed to society. Just think about this. 
I want you to think about this. People are like, no, not really. I mean, rock and roll, hip hop. I mean, and people think those are minor. Those are very major. I mean, if it wasn't for that, there are some people that wouldn't have become millionaire and billionaires right now, namely Jimmy Iovine and all of those people. Uh, uh, you know who I mean here. Hold up for a second. New, 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 new but if it wasn't for ninjas, y'all would never have even, you wouldn't even have rims on your cars. You wouldn't even have low profile tires on your cars. You know what you would have? Hubcaps. Think about that. For a long time, cars just came stock factory issue with hubcaps with a black rim underneath the hubcap. That's how people bought cars. They didn't care about none of that stuff. What the, what the hell with the rims and the tires? Now you see soccer moms driving around in cars that are low profile, lowered, and with rims. Okay, with that being said, that's an influence of the community. Uh, that's an influence of the community. They, they were the first one. Y'all was the first one slapping rims on uh, Chevy Caprices. <laughs> you see what i'm saying you see what i'm saying and then ford and everybody else had to catch up oh we need to put rims on cars we can't just put hubcaps on cars not only that it was ninjas that was stealing hubcaps off cars uh security issue how about we put rims on the tires you know what i mean there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here but that's an influence of a small group of people here in america and then when we go worldwide we have a great influence worldwide actually when you step foot off of American soil, you get there, they already kind of know who you are before you walk out, right? They already know who you are, okay? Uh, you know, they have an interpretation of who you are or who, who they think you are. Uh, some of it is they're there to celebrate you. You go to Japan, you go to Europe, they're like, oh, 50 Cent is in the building. <laughs> Start rapping. So um, whether you like it or not, we do. We do, as a 13% of the United States, have great influence over things worldwide, all right? Think about the sports and so, so I mean, gosh, come on. Anyway, we, that's not the point of the conversation in the show today. But uh, I just thought I wanted to let you know that. Bill Cosby, he also says, DG Seymour says, Bill Cosby warned the community 20 years ago. Another example, you know, the pound cake speech, another example of, uh, of course, Bill Cosby got into all kind of trouble and everybody said, well, you know, you can't, it's the messenger. You know, they didn't like the message. He was putting a mirror up. Um, he talked specifically about naming children, non-resume names. He talked specifically about uh, kids sagging their pants. All right. He talked specifically about uh, the vernacular Ebonics, uh, which does have an impact on slang culture and whatnot. He talked about single parent families, okay, and all of that stuff. Um, lack of responsibility, accountability. I mean, he, he went in on the pound cake speech, and he tried to warn you. And uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, let's just say, most of what he said, it was true. All right. But people didn't want to hear it at the time. And think about where we where we've come 20 years ago. I mean, 20, how far we've come. I mean, did we move the needle in a positive manner or in a negative manner? I would say overwhelmingly negative. I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. All right. <laughs> so um, anyway, that was that speech right there. Uh, but uh, we're kind of doing the same thing. We're the philosophical entertainers of the world we are the new philosophers really all right all of us even though we have points of contention so did some of the great philosophers in the past all right some of the great philosophers were always at uh points of contention so with that being said all right just because we don't agree doesn't mean we have to go out and hate and actually tear down uh someone or actually tear down their earning potential or call names or lob names there's no need for that all right there's always space here for more all right. These are the lessons that I want to tell you. Sometimes we get into this space where we say there's only room for one. 
All right. And it's a very low budget mindset. There's only room for one. For instance, we always have to find out who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron. All right. We always have to say who's better, Mike Tyson or Muhammad Ali. We always try to say that there's only room for one. Okay. There's very much examples of this. Who's the GOAT? Who's the greatest? And then there's this movement up the hierarchy where we can say this can only be one. All right. And everybody else is an imitation, is an imitator. And this is the original. Uh, the original is somewhat seen as the only one that can be. And this is a poor poverty mindset. Okay. Um, this is a poor poverty mindset. And uh, do we do this? Do do blacks do this? Yes, they overwhelmingly say there can only be one. There can only be the top guy, can, the best comedian, Eddie Murphy, and everybody, the rest is below. And how dare you put Eddie up there? This person's the best. Then you get the fanboys. Um, realize this. Realize this. We're the modern-day philosophical entertainers of today. All right, we're developing the philosophies. We get more viewers than the modern-day church or the church in the past. We get more viewers. And with that being said, understand that this is just a philosophy. We're not here to battle who's right or wrong. There could be a debate about this at some particular point. But when old men or men in general start taking shots to try to claim the throne, all right, what you're realizing is that person has a evil heart. They have a dark heart and they have a depressed heart. So I don't want you to be in that mindset. I'm not here to compete. I'm not here to compete or I'm not here to replace. Neither am I here to try to duplicate or copy or imitate. What I'm here to do is to push forward my philosophy. Yes, some of it is rubbed off from me from other men. That's just the way it goes. But with that being said, for you to come to any other person's platform and try to create beef or try to create division or try to say there has to be only one and there's no room for others, that is a low budget mindset. The same as the dudes that run game. The same as the dudes that like fat women. You have a low budget mindset, and I'm hoping to heal that with you. I'm hoping to heal that with you. I'm not trying to be the one. I just come on, I do my show, and I get the hell out of here. Okay. I go on and do my show and get the hell out of here. That's all I do. I mean, you can take from it from what you wish, but there is no competition to CGA. I'm just letting you know right now. But I have to believe that. All right. And when I when that reflects through with my works, I want you to understand that that's the confidence that I have in my philosophy. If I came on limp-wristed and weak the way you walk around on your tippy-toes and your tight jeans, of course, if I was like you, I would not think I was shit either. But I do think I'm shit. And I am the shit. I'm the number one Bruce Wayne king of content in this space, and I'm the speaker of truth, the, the origin, the author of the free agent lifestyle and dealer evolution over here. Shout out to the coach gang in the building. And that's you. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm not supposed to say I'm number two. I am number one. All right, come on. I'm the coachalini of this thing, man. I'm supposed to say I'm better than the other person. It's supposed to show through in my work. I'm not supposed to come in here and say, oh, I'm just middle of the road. All right, come on. <laughs> All right, anyway. So when I do that, it's not to put you down. It's not to flex on you. And it's not to uh, you know, tell the other persons that they're wrong and they were wrong and I'm better than them. It is not to do that. It is just to make sure you understand and know that leverage and options and confidence is everything. All right, shout out to Leo. <laughs> anyway, oh my goodness. Well, that could be anybody. That could be anybody. Anyway, Teddy's in the building. Your short clips are inspiring. Keep grinding. All right, shout out to you and that is a co-sponsorship. All right. Oh, man. Yeah. And I've been putting out those short clips and it's been helpful to my demonetized and shadow band channel, Coach Greg Adams. All right. So anyway, 
And if anybody want to know, and somebody's just asking this, Matthew S. says, uh, will you do a breakdown on your podcast setup? Uh, if anybody wants to know, I know some other people are doing some YouTube type content and my coaching program is coming out. Just relax. I know people are like, give me the damn email already. Um, if anybody wants to know and do the YouTube thing because people want to get into it, um, let me know if that's a, an area of what people want to do because I can break down all this stuff down. I'm willing to share secrets, but I'm not going to do it on the public. I'm not going to do it you know, all out there for free. I think that's a monetizable thing uh, because I had to learn all of this on my own. Not on my own, but I had to learn this and it took a lot of time to learn this and get to this point. So I don't want to just say, oh, I learned it all. Let me give you the information for free. No, uh, but if you want to know, let me know. Let me know. There was another point I was going to make related to that. Uh, but um, it takes time to get here. Uh, <laughs> somebody says uh, a content creator hit a significant subs. And it says, and I commented in the video, congrats, even though you ished on Coach Greg Adams, CGA gang gang do not. Forget the haters, all right? Shout out to all the content creators. Have you guys noticed, you know, some people in the, in the space have gotten a great kick, a great uptick in, in, their, in, their, um, in, their, in their subscriber base, right? So, which is fantastic for everybody. Um, I haven't, but <laughs> I haven't experienced any of that. And if you really want to know, um, for some reason, and of course, you know, we all face problems here on YouTube. I have been one of the only ones that have been de in the higher echelon that have been completely decapitated and, and hampered. I know a lot of you guys would be like, oh, I got a yellow dollar sign on my video. All right, shit. Do you realize what I have over here? <laughs> Do you realize what I got? And not only that, I'm still kicking some of the other people's ass. So that's the other part of it. And I'm like, wow. Uh, just think if I didn't have what, 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 listen, I talked to somebody at YouTube and they were like, uh, because, because your content is hateful. And I'm looking at other dudes and I'm like, I don't hate to drag them down and I'll drag them into this conversation. What about these guys? <laughs> They're doing the same thing, uh, but it is what it is. And a lot of times what you have to understand is uh, most, of the, most of these things that are done to me have not been done by YouTube. Most of it has been done by other competitors. That's the sad thing, but this is the thing that I accept. All right, it's the thing that I accept. And by the way, I have evidence of that. I have complete evidence that other YouTube channels, YouTube personalities have done this, if not their fanboys. But it's okay. It's all right. I still push through it. I push, I, <laughs> but there's no AdSense. There's no, there's no videos getting pushed through the algorithm. Every now and then one will sneak through. There's none of that over here. I don't have yellow, I don't have green or yellow dollar signs. I got zero. And yet I still push through. And this is what I want to show you. I still push through all of that. Everybody else got green and yellow. And uh, I don't. But it's okay. Shout out to Mr. And I'm not complaining. And listen, coach is sad song. It's not. I'm doing absolutely fine. But uh, with that being said, I probably could be a millionaire by now. In earnings from this platform. And other men saw that happening and they said, hell no. And they actually verbalize it on a regular basis. <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, shout out to John. John's Gourmet is in the building. Mr. John's Gourmet here. Yesterday's morning stream was a Hall of Fame stream. CGA is the best part of my day. Uh huh. Shout out to you. Appreciate you, man. And shout out to Albert Ingram. 
He says uh, people who say what's the solution or they ask what's the solution when addressing the problem, they don't want a solution. They just want uh, to they just want you to stop talking about the problem. They just don't want you talking about the problem. It's like when people say who hurt you or when they ask who hurt you. Yes, uh, they're not wanting a solution. OK, that what they'll say is what they'll say is uh, you're not giving us a solution. And I say, well, I wrote three books or two and a half. At least I provided a course. There's uh, additional content. There's ability to talk to me via coaching call one on one. You can get involved in the coaching program. You can get on top of the text. I can email. There's a whole bunch of things that I have done to provide solutions. All right. And I find it weird. I find it absolutely weird. That a lot of guys. Despite the fact that the free agent lifestyle book is there. All right. That was the earlier points of my philosophy. There's people still confused about my philosophy. I mean, it's absolutely insane. And these are so-called content creators. All right. These are so-called people who even the smaller tier content creators, they're just starting off and then they'll fire off a video. And I'm like, dude, did you read the book? I mean, the book is there. I know you don't know how to read, but I'm like, it's clearly evident that you did not read my book, which is fine. But that's a flaw in your character. That's a flaw because you only judge ba based on my impromptu presentation on YouTube, which is OK, but it's short sighted. It's absolutely short sighted. And I'll go, wow, that is a character flaw on your part, because I eventually I put almost everything that I wanted you to hear on there to support what you hear when I come here and do an impromptu uh, stream. My support work is the book. But you didn't read it. All right. And then then if you did read it, you try to interpret it a little bit differently. All right. Let me do a couple more PayPal's. And I got I got I got to get on. And by the way, you don't even have to read it. You can you can you can get on the um, you could get on Audible and have them read it to you. All right. If you're that short sighted. All right. So what do we got here? We got three more on the PayPal and I'm going to get on to the show. Warren uh, 010H says a little donation for the coll collection plate. He says, promise my job I'd have some coding completed by midnight so I can focus on my career. So I can focus on my All right, career. we'll catch the coach gang in the replay later. All right, shout out to you. Yes, get that coding done. All right, get that coding done. Oh, man, that's an important point. I hope I'm able to remember that point. I hope I'm able, I just thought of something. All right, shout out to Thomas Larkin in the building. Hope I was able to say your government name on these YouTube streets. All right. We do have Avery in the building. What did you have to say? I would contribute more, but I have a big purchase to make coming next month. Can you please do a stream and cover the World Economic Forum agenda of we will own nothing and be happy? I would say do it on locals member stream to be safe. Take me out with the new, 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 new world order. Oh, yeah, we're coming up on that. And this is why I tell you playtime is over, ladies and gentlemen. Running game is over. Even relationships and marriage is over. It is not going to be in your future. So you're going to have to figure out another way to get around this. Okay. Playtime is over. Many of you will not get married. Many of you guys will not have long-term relationships. If you do, they're going to be under the guise of the agenda. They're going to put you in a negative way. If you choose the path of monogamy, it's going to hamper you because it is the, the economy itself is not designed around that. I mean, even having two incomes is going to be a problematic for you to survive. Not only that, for you to get over the top into home ownership, that's not going to be available to you like it was for your baby boomer parents anymore. 
I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. And this is very generally speaking. I don't want you to now think it's time to give up. What you have to do is now get from under the structure of what you learn uh, to be to be uh, the truth. All right. This is where it's going to be difficult for you. And this is where people get a little bit uncomfortable with my philosophy. First of all, what you should know is this is the Blue Chip Mindset series. I've done 41 episodes. There is a playlist on this channel of all of the episodes related to this Blue Chip Mindset. If you wanted to know what is the Blue Chip Mindset, I've adopted this from the American lexicon of Blue Chip, which sort of stems from Blue Blood. But here it is. This has been a part of American lexicon forever. There's the Blue Chip reputation talking about Ivies and all Ivy universities. We also have what we determine are blue chip stocks, blue chip companies, highly, uh, highly valued companies that have a consistent, uh, consistent return in, in value. All right. They're always going to be the top of the top unless something happens to them. And even then it's going to be difficult for them to fall from grace. You also have blue chips recruiting. There's blue chip recruits related to NCAA high school recruits going into college. You also have what they call blue chip companies. Blue chip companies. These are the most well-performing companies, not necessarily the companies that have your best interest at heart, but these are the companies that perform very well. All right. And then you also have, oh, that's all we have for the blue chip uh, meaning here. What does that mean for you? What does that mean for you? I'm teaching you that a lot of people have a mindset and a goal for themselves and their family to maintain being at the top. Okay. I'm going to get a little bit deep here, but their goal is to get to the top. And that means they got to step on toes. That means they got to step on your face. That means they got to climb over you and put their, themselves and their family as the priority. And their job is now to teach and impute into their students, into their, their children, that this is a mindset that I want you to have. Some kids will rebel. Some kids are going to be programmed to rebel. But this is the mindset I want you to have in order for us to get on the top, over the top and then maintain a higher class mindset and a higher class thought now most people call this white privilege and i think it's a mistake because some people are able to ditch this and make it privilege now i call it family privilege but unfortunately we destroy families and then again hoes think they're winning and then they collect welfare and resources and then they sell their kids out and their kids social security uh, number out to the government and then that kid has bad karma the rest of their lives Okay, and then you thought you were winning, but your kids now start getting into divorce. Your kids start uh, showing uh, the the results of broken homeism. Your kids have a poverty mindset or a victim mindset. So you might think they're winning, but karma comes back and bites you in the ass. How about this? Many people are trying to maintain the position of at least of at least the upper what you call the upper middle class if not the upper class altogether. So you have the working class, the middle class, the lower class, and the upper class. Most people with a blue chip mindset are trying to ascend in the small window of the upper class. And let me tell you something, at a point five years ago, you could have got there easier than you could have get there today, right? You could have got there by happenstance. For instance, you could have got, you could have been the early investor in cryptocurrency. You would have jumped right into the upper class. Now that window's gone, all right? Unfortunately, that window is gone. Will it return? Potentially, but it ain't returning anytime soon. Not only that, home ownership. There was a window. You could have got in there, and if you were responsible, you could have jumped into the upper or the middle class, upper middle class, and just on home ownership alone, just on investment properties alone, those are going away. 
more than 50% of the homes will be owned by corporations. Many of these corporations are going to go belly up, but many of the homes are going to be owned by corporations. So if you wanted to know about the you'll own nothing and love it, that's where we're going. All right. When you talk up, talk about dividing up the family, custody, co-parenting, divorce, that will lower you into the lower or working class forever unless you have a plan to wriggle out of it. But most people forever will be in the working class, including the women who get alimony and child support. Support, Okay, those people will always be in the working class and the window has closed. The window to marriage has closed for a lot of women. They will always be working class individuals. They will always have to go to work, bitch. All right, because they chose to follow the path of feminism, which is going to block you forever from being in the upper class. You're never going to be an upper class feminist. You're never going to be it. You're going to be a working class feminist, all right, which is going to put you below the middle class. You're always going to be chasing paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. Sure, there's an exception to the rule, but I'm actually trying to give you guys a little bit of game right here. Okay, now, what about this? What about if you're a victim mindset person? How many victim mindset people do you see in the upper class? Very little. And if they are there, they're there contributing as philanthropists to try to help other people get out of that mindset so they can get to the middle class. But most people can't get there anymore. They've The media, the politicians, if you will, have depended on you to be in the mindset of working class, middle class individuals middling around, complaining about stuff that you can't change or control. You can't change or control somebody's mindset about your race, your gender, or whatever. You can't change their mindset about you. You can't control that. So why focus on that? That's what I tell you in the free agent lifestyle. But yet y'all call me sellouts and Uncle Tom's. I can't control it. Neither will I put that much attention to that because I'm trying to do what? Be blue chip. Because there's no blue chip mindset people in there with that mindset. Okay. But the window is closing. You guys are wasting time. And you're wasting time investing in peace leave. You're wasting time investing in peace leave. And the reason why have you, you've been misguided. You've been misguided. And I've been telling you to shake this mindset investing in peace leave. I've invested in peace leave. I've seen people invest in peace leave for 40 years and they got zero return. Zero. Most people who invest in peace leave has gotten zero return, nothing to show for it. And by the time I see your receipts, that woman has already lost value by the time you actually able to show me the receipts of you pimping and playering in 1990 and 2001. Now, by the time I pull up a picture of what that woman looks like today, she has lost significant value, a.k.a. the receipts mean nothing. But many of us have been conditioned in this Puritan mindset, and this is where you got to get over, right? The Puritan mindset is this, okay? The Puritan mindset is this, and this is, um, you know, I you can call it Christianity. You can call it Christianity. I, I kind of tease the Christians a lot. But the Christianities, uh, the Christianity, the primitive mindset comes from stems from Christianity, if you will. All right. The people who came over in the boat, the pilgrims basically bestowed on the new world, not this new world, new, 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 new world. the mindset of Puritanism in which one time uh, the philosophical entertainer herself, himself, Alan Watts, he once said that the Puritans or the Christians, their upbringing basically has institutionalized guilt as a virtue. Guilt is the virtue, all right? Guilting you into doing something is the virtue. Basically saying um, everything is evil that is good, all right? Everything that you would see would be good would be evil. So they thrived off scolding. They thrived off chastisement. They thrived off monitoring you. They thrived off shame, okay? Which shame is not always bad. 
but they basically said, we're going to make you feel guilty for being rich. Everything rich is evil. Everything money is evil. We're going to make you feel guilty for being rich. We're going to make you feel guilty for enjoying the pleasures of a woman. We're going to make you feel guilty for wanting plural relationships, meaning polygamous relationships. We're going to make you feel guilty for doing that. Now, oddly enough, these are the very things some of these people who are the chastisers, the scolders, and the shamers are functioning in. Functioning in. These are the same thing the powerful people have lived off of and thrived off of. They've been getting richer while they've been scolding you that riches are evil. They've been actually fornicating out here and buying hookers and telling you it's evil to do so. They have also engaged in plural relationships, if not orgies, and they told you and they chastised you that that was evil. Meanwhile, they've been able to go and be on the top of the top, the cream of the crop, if you will. They've been able to ascend to the higher points of the ladder through chastisement and scolding and shame. Okay, This is what I'm instructing you about. This is what I want to get you out of the mindset. They're bestowing on put upon you victim mindset, and not only that, divisive tactics, divisive tactics to get you to hate somebody else. Okay, and then they've been able to thrive off of you dividing and, and fighting each other and scolding each other and chastising each other and actually shaming each other for becoming wanting to become rich, for wanting to indulge in the pleasures of the woman without having to commit to long term monogamy, for actually having plural relationships and marriage. Meanwhile, that's what they do. New, 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 new world order. That's what they do. And they've been able to ascend to the top, if you will. If it was evil they're going to have karma to pay right they'll eventually pay for it but not all the puritan mindset is bad right they've also given us thou shall not murder thou shall not steal thou shall not lust after the another man's wife and for me those are things that i agree with as well but with this with this and then i'll get on to the contributors because i got to catch up with paypal i want you to understand right now you could have invested in oil five years ago and you would have been fine you can invest it in the housing market. You would have been fine. You can invest it in money markets. You would have been fine. You can invest it in crypto. You would have been fine as well as collectibles. You would have been good, but you didn't. You invested in peace leave. And what did you get? What did you get? You invested in relationships. You invested in women. If you invested in women five years ago, I can guarantee you 70% of you don't even have that woman no more. If you invested in a marriage five to seven years ago, I can almost guarantee you that 50% of you don't even have that marriage no more. Many of you have lost your way. Many of you have become depressed. Many of you have lost your children. Many of you have been the victims of this same mindset that people keep pushing on here as the end all be all. And it's not. Okay. <laughs> Most of you got zero returns. And this is why I'm warning you by now. It is time to master your time and dominate this life. It is time to realize that leverage and options is number one. It's the number one thing that you need to get out here because that's what the powerful people do. That's what the people who are in the upper class do. One of the things we evil lies is the upper class. How dare these upper class people when they took all the risk, when they shed all of the shame and the chastisement, they didn't worry about it. When they went ahead and said, I'm going to do what I got to do. I got to put myself at the top and they did it and they won. They were the ones that didn't invest in peace leave and they invested in the other things. And now as a byproduct, they get all the peace leave today. Yeah. See Chad and Tyrone who gets 80% of the women. Yeah. They get it somewhere through genetics, but they also get it because they took all the risk. And now we're mad at them for winning. Now 
We're mad at them. Oh, they're winning now. And they're winning. And these holes are winning. You know what? They took the investment. They took the risk. And they got ahead. And while you wallowed in shame, while you wallowed in depression, you lost. It is what it is. It is what it is. So uh, with that being said, let's take this opportunity to catch up on some of the Super Chats. <laughs> he says, we paying for Chad's kids. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. But now it's the time. Look, there, the, the opportunities for, for you to make a quick return and anything is lost. Remember all those, um, remember all of those crypto channels that popped up? Oh, it's time to get, why, why are we talking about hoes? Let's invest in crypto. Where are they at? They gone. They like, what? And everybody was like, we shouldn't be talking about relationships and women no more. We should be talking about crypto. Well, who's talking about crypto today? All right. Nobody. Now there's still opportunities for you. Your crypto's on discount. So this is the opportunity to do it when nobody's looking. <laughs> but this is when you do it, when nobody's looking. But now, but now we're back to talk about relationships because that's what's important. All right. People want a quick hit. When it comes to investment, there's no quick hit. There's no quick hit. You got to do everything slow. And uh, sometimes you'll get lucky. Sometimes you'll get a quick lick. Sometimes opportunity meets preparation and you'll get lucky. But uh, when it comes to this investment game, the quick hit is all gone. By the time everybody knows about it, the rich people will come in and they'll pump and dump whatever you're going to do. Just like Chad comes in on your girlfriend and she gets your girlfriend's ear and then your girlfriend listens to Chad because that's the best guy she's ever got in her life opportunity wise. And he pumps and dumps her and sends her back to you leaking. She took the risk. Chad got the reward. And now your girl is leaking, coming back to you talking about, hey, big head. That's what happens to these fast money opportunities. Unfortunately, a lot of minorities, a lot of minorities, you guys got swindled and hoodwinked yet again. Minorities are always trying to get a quick hit and a quick lick, and you guys are looking for shortcuts. If you just joined in my screen stream, I just said, men, you cannot cheat life. You don't have ass or titties. You cannot cheat life. I'm sorry. Everything you do is a long-term game. Okay? Everything you do is a long-term game. It's a long-term plan. You got to have a plan. And if you're looking for a quick way out of your situation, other than putting in a long-term plan, you're going to lose. There's no shortcuts. There's no way to cheat this. There's no cheat code. I know we say the free agent lifestyle is the cheat code, but there's no cheat code. If you want to build with women, go ahead and try. Most people have tried and they have failed in that endeavor. It's not a, it's not a strategy. I know you want to get to the top and I want, you want a woman to watch your car. I don't know what you want the woman to do, to play a certain, a certain role. There's too much that women can gain to be willing to do that, and I don't blame them. Now, it's short-sighted on their end it's a short-sighted thing but there's so much to gain when they're young the government or whoever else the world the new world order has given them so much to gain when they're young why would they be with you you broke ninja with that being said if i put that as a part of my plan and i say let me build myself up and by age 35 or 38 i could go back to the junior college because i'm not i'm not privy to chastisement and shame i could go back and enjoy what i missed not a lot of people are willing to do that. Not a lot of people are doing that. And it's sad that you guys are looking for the shortcut. No, I'm going to look the way to win with women in my 20s. Somebody, um, oh, I see who it is. It's only one person. Okay. 
We're still good. We're still good. All right, where are we at here? Let me do a couple more PayPal's. Shout out to uh, Delta Fox. It's in the building. Delta Fox is in the building. All right, shout out to Delta Fox. This is our bisexual lesbian in the building. Shout out to you. I always, I always like to bring up the lesbians here. <laughs> All right, we're good. Thank you. The bisexual lesbians. Sorry, they're not lesbians. They're bi's. But shout out to you, Delta Fox. He's. She says. I got out of uh, a depression this year, too. And the main reason I was depressed was because I had nothing to do or look forward to. You're right. The moment your my schedule filled up, I just didn't have time to be depressed. 100%. He says, now um, I'm somebody's sugar mama. Shout out to you. She said, I got money. And way better off than I was last year. Keep it up. You're doing God's work. Appreciate you. Shout out to Delta Fox on that one. Um, guys, when you get... Listen, we're going to break down how time is broken down and how some of you guys are mismanaging your time. You're mismanaging your time, and that's causing you to be depressed. Uh, but uh, that's one of the ways you get over, and that's one of the ways I talked about in my book. Talked about the monk mode. We'll talk about that, too. Did Noel double up? He says, uh, I, uh, this is, um, this is uh, rusted junk, right? He says, good morning, coach. I just sold my 1969 Mercury Cougar. The gentleman got out of the car and was shocked to see me. He jokingly says, I didn't fit. <laughs> I didn't fit my voice. He also said he enjoyed working with me and I sold the car for asking price. My commission will be in the four digits before the decimal and no wife to give it to. He says, couldn't do that. As a pro black, he says, join the money mindset group and win. Yep. All right. You know what I mean? I it, It's and I know a lot of and that's a co-sponsorship. A lot of people can't do that. I think one of the limiting factors of the community is that ideology, unfortunately. I, I mean, I hate to say it because people think I'm shitting on uh, those folks, and I'm not. I think it's a crutch. And I think you're going to be victimized by it, right? You're liable to be victimized by it, right? Right? I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. Uh, because the emotional aspect is there. Oh, they're doing it to you again, you see? Oh, they're doing it to you again. Oh. You know what I mean? Jackson, Mississippi runs out of water. They blame in white folks and Demo uh, Republicans. I mean, I mean, that's obvious. And then you're going to be pissed because you're emotional about not taking a shower and brushing your teeth. And you're going to be mad at white folks. And like, how did you get there? <laughs> that's them using you again. But if you like to be used, it's OK. But I don't like to be used like uh, wet toilet tissue. I don't like people to do that to me. I think that's uh, I think that I, when they do that to me and when people try to do that to me, I'm really offended. That offends me more than anything. When people just use me, okay, I'll just use the old fuck Trump on this guy. And I bet you he'll, I'll just reel him in. And when they do that, I actually support that person more. You know, that's what I do. I always do that. Like whatever you think I am and then you try to do it, I'll, I'll just go ahead and play the opposite just because. <laughs> I'm going to play the devil's advocate just because. Because you're trying to use it against me. Same thing as you're a sellout. And I go, hell yes, I'm a sellout because you're trying to use it in a way to shame, chastise me back into your mentality. And I say, well, I don't have any shame there. I don't care about you. I'll do that as an intentional defense mechanism. I'll play the devil's advocate. Have you guys noticed that about me? Have you guys noticed? You notice that about me. The more somebody says, oh, you are Uncle Tom, the more I just say, hell yes, I am. I embrace the hell out of that. Uncle Tom, here I am. Have you noticed that? 
And that to me just basically says, oh, I, I ain't with I ain't with that type of shaming and chastisement. Because what that what you're trying to do is I told you the Puritans try to do what they're trying to do is not to let you get your riches and rewards by shame and chastisement. What they're trying to do is get you back in their mindset where you don't get a reward in the end. Mm. Yep. I lean all the way in. Oh, yeah. All right. Several content creators have tried that. And I just leaned in on them. Hell, yes. <laughs> that be me. I claim it. You you say it, I claim it. Absolutely. Oh, you say I'm a virgin and an incel? Absolutely. Yep. Now what? Now what? Now that I agreed, now what? <laughs> I'm a virgin, despite the fact having two kids. I'm hurt and bitter. Yes, I am. I'm an Uncle Tom sellout. Yes, I am. Now what? <laughs> I ain't got no game. Absolutely. Because once you accept it, they have nothing else to attack you with. <laughs> absolutely i have no game and i never got a woman and i never had nobody lay down absolutely i don't understand game yep i've never been a player or a pimp i don't know it i don't know about the ism absolutely no i don't know nothing <laughs> all right so what you do is you lean in you lean in oh you like white women hell yes i do flat back kaylee's have you noticed that? See, that's a tactic for, that I use. All right. I bet you like white women. See, you're Uncle Tom because you like white women. Yes, I do. I like long-legged, flat-backed Kaylee's blonde. Have you noticed that? <laughs> Just go ahead and accept it. That They're using it as an insult because that works with Mickey Mouse people that they use scolding, chastisement, and they use those people. To, oh, okay, I don't like white women. When you really like white women. And they want to have you scurry back and protect some queens. No, I'm not doing it. Yes, I like them flat back. No booty. Flat. No bubble. I don't want them double cheeked up or nothing. You see what I mean? Because those people are beneath me and they're trying to drag me down in that mud. So I accept it. I embrace it. And I actually put it out here for you to see. And it pisses you off. But you clicked on my face. This is a mindset. It's a mindset. Because chastisement is not going to work. Especially when I enjoy what you're trying to chastise me about. Mm. <laughs> it's all good. But guys, I'm telling you, those things that they put on you, it means nothing. Shout out to pro mansplainer, gents. Always remember that you can replace her easier than she can replace you. That's a mindset. That's what people have called in this sphere, one-itis. One-itis. You can literally defeat the idea that you lost a woman by saying there's more replaceable women. There's way more. Young men can't get this yet. I know I've been there. But now less women are, are able to qualify for me, despite the fact that they think they're disqualifying me. I'm disqualifying them. I can I'm in a position to, to disqualify you. They hate that. They hate that. But I also know there's more at this point in my life. There's more women. Somebody says coach goes off point sometimes. What you have to understand is I'm guided by the spirit. What you see is the title and it's not off point. I'm responding to people who are messaging me. It's not off point. It is on point. And what you need to do is sit in this master class and take notes. Because it's often the points where I go off. That are the best points. Have you noticed that? 
that are the points. That's where the meat and potatoes are. That's why people like put the timestamps up. The timestamps don't matter. That's all the rehearsed stuff where I have notes. <laughs> it's the stuff that you want to get is on point. You don't understand, but it's okay. It's your time and it's your time to mismanage. So if you don't want to sit through this free entertainment that this philosophical entertainer is giving you, you can go somewhere else. I don't really care. You just trying to come in here and get a 10-minute solution, and I just told you there's no shortcuts to this, but I won't chastise you. I won't chastise you. You're looking for a quick solution, and you want a 10-minute video. Sorry, go to my other channels. But, I'm, but, but the spirit is speaking through me, and I must go because that's where the spirit's leading me. <laughs> anyway. Where are we at here? Um, We do have, am I still on PayPal? I am. We got a sponsorship. We got a co-sponsorship. Being black isn't what I'm uh -oh. trying to be. I didn't mean that one. Say. Wait a minute. So Hold on for a second. <laughs> I got all my stuff going off here. That was a co-sponsorship. He says, let us get the YouTube training, CGA. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll put together a YouTube trainer. A lot of people want to be YouTubers. Uh, my son, my son is dealing with the fact that I'm a YouTuber. All right. And it blows their mind because in their world, YouTubers are the most successful. It is the it is one of the goals that 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 uh, Generation Z wants to be. They want to be kings or queens of social media. And my son comes in my studio and he looks around and he looks at me working and he goes, can't believe you're a YouTuber. <laughs> Think about that. So this is a thing to to basically get in a different echelon right now, and I'm able to do it. So what I'll do is I'll pass the information on you. All right, where are we at here? Shout out to Jay Cool. He says, the solution is to trust, apply, and work the process. That's a very masculine mindset. He says, the process is to read and apply books like yours and things like No More Mr. Night Guy, nice Guy, as well as the Book of Numbers. All right. Well, man, dude, people, thank goodness for people in, the, in, the, in this space. He said, my son jealous. My son want to get on. He like, let me get on. But uh, a jealous mindset person will try to destroy that. Okay, let me just tell you that. Even your family members will still try to destroy. I'm not saying my family members do, but a lot of family members will see you winning and they'll destroy you. They'll destroy you. They'll sabotage you in the middle of it. I've experienced this. Not just distant relatives, immediate relatives. They'll literally see you and they'll go, oh, shit, he's doing it. Dude, I tell you, my ex-wife took my YouTube channel to court. This is an opportunity for her to be like, oh, shit, let, okay, let me get my shit straight. I can actually, let, let me just, let me just suck off the, let me just suck off the nipple of what you've done. This is fantastic for our family. But what they do is sabotage it. This is the small-minded mindset. Because this can go on for years and years and years. Or it can stop tomorrow. Who knows? but they could just suck off the nipple of it and they'll get more money than they could make in their entire life if they just acted right. But again, what we have to understand is this mindset, this blue chip mindset is not for everyone. For you who say I'm going off point, it's not for you. And I don't, and I don't want you to be here in this blue chip mindset because you're not ready. What tells me you're not ready? Look, it's very simple. Look at what we have in terms of information and opportunity in this country, and you still can't do it. Think about it. 
Look at the upper class. You can't tell me they don't know anything different from what you know. But yet, these people are willing to put in the work, and you're not. You got all the information right here, and even when you're getting the information for free, you want to speed me up like I'm a prostitute. Listen, I don't come out... I don't come out to your job and kick salamis out of your hand and mouth, do you? I don't do that. Do I come to your job and say, stop sucking on all that Johnson today and get off the glizzy? I don't do that. I don't rush you out. But yet you're getting this for free and you're still complaining. This is point blank understanding that you got all the information and then you're still going to complain how you're getting it. Absolutely moronic. But here we are. This is why people win. And why people lose. But it's okay. I'm here to teach you. I'm not here to chastise you. Let me do a couple more PayPal's. Moose Hefner, today is my birthday, coach. And it's everybody's birthday here in the coach game. I started my morning with outwitting the devil, which I suggested that you read to give you a solution. He says, now I'm getting some of this blue chip mindset. My goal is to be in a way better, in a way better financial position on my Next year's birthday says, I thank you for the daily motivation. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Moose Hefner, a longtime contributor in the building. Happy birthday to the moose. VMAD. And we'll end up with VMAD and then we'll get on with the next point. All right, VMAD in the house. Shout out to you and the coach gang. And I'm guessing that pretty privilege. He says, girl brains are in their faces, right? Right. Girls brains are in their faces. Oh, yeah. That pretty privilege, all right? But pretty privilege has an expiration date. Pretty privilege for women has an expiration date. What ends up happening to them? They end up running into the wall. They end up losing the pretty privilege. And what do they do? They go kicking, screaming, and crying. So what happens to the hoes are winning? Same thing. Women are eating cat food and dog food when they're elderly. Women don't have a social system to lean on anymore. As Dr. Thunder was saying earlier, the government runs out of money. The government starts shorting your own money. A new administration comes in and they take away the Section 8. We've seen this happen, yet we still say hoes are winning. Come on, man. How are we going to transcend the American class system? You guys saw the chart. First thing you're going to do is not invest in peace leave. I tell you, one day you're going to mature out of using women as a means to inflate your ego. I can get women so I have an inflated ego. That's fantastic when you're 16 to 25, 26, maybe 27. That's a fantastic thing to do. I mean, listen, you're ahead of the game. Most men aren't getting any women. So yes, you're a fantastic individual. But at some particular point, you're going to rupture your Achilles like I rupture my Achilles. All right, now I can't play basketball. See, the basketball player, when he's young, he leans on his ability to play basketball until he ruptures his Achilles. I ruptured my Achilles playing basketball. Now I can't lean on that no more. Now I'm not going to be the best of the best. That happened to Isaiah Thomas. That happened to Dominique Wilson. Wilkins. Happened to Kobe Bryant, but he was able to transcend that, but he changed his game up. But like the basketball player, at some particular point, basketball ends. Same for you players in Max. At some particular point, playerism and Macism ends. It ends either in a catastrophe or you put it away and you mature. Right? I'm from the position where I've already put that away and matured. And not only that, women are easy to get nowadays. So it's not, a, it's not a challenge anymore. Not only that, I have leverage and options. I keep telling you, this woman told you, leverage and options, women can't defeat. It is the one thing that they cannot defeat. 
Matter of fact, I also tell you, women will disqualify themselves when you have leverage and options, meaning they won't even try you, especially when you present yourself as a strong male. And if he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm-mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. I'm going to play that again so you hear it again, so you don't think I'm making this up. I always try to use the, the bird-brained woman. <laughs> to Because they'll try you with the coochie games. Now I'll just run this on. Especially you debaucherous-natured low-hanging fruit chasing men i was on instagram it was two midgets two white midgets dancing and twerking and then there was a guy talking about let me order two white chicken nuggets or something like that i was like see that's why you are where you are (laughs) that's why you are where you are in life I mean, come on, man. I could buy those people 50 times over. There's a great quote in a movie with Danny DeVito and Martin Lawrence where the detective says, uh, where where, um, Danny DeVito's character says, I could buy you 50 times over. And then the cop says, oh, what would it cost in all for me? Or, you know, just as curiosity. But I can buy those women two times over. Get them in, drop them off, and it'd be over. It's not a big thing. I wouldn't be distracted in life by it, but you. Man, if he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm-mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. When a man has options, there's nothing they can do. A lot of men experience this early in life. Some men experience it later in life. When you have options, and especially if you've been through a hard time with women and you realize, okay, I'll learn, I'll learn, I'll learn. And then you get leverage and options. You move up the chart, the social class system of America, despite the fact that you want to be mad at the rich. How about become one? In America, you can do that. In another country, you cannot do this. It is very much set in stone as to who can move up based on your family, potentially your skin color, sometimes your gender. It actually will limit you. But in America, not so much. And I'm going to tell you, if you believe so, if you believe so, you're short-sighted. The only, co- the only color that matters in this country is green. For the Mickey Mouse person, every other color matters. I know you don't want to believe that, but again, we're trying to teach you something here. Hey, check this out. Let me show you this. Let me show you this. And yes, I'm still on the points. Watch this. Again, for the bird brains in the building. Check this out. I've seen this. I've seen this meme posted by women who believe that they're fascinating, who believe that they're remarkable, who believe that they're trying to say, well, I'm not a gold digger, so that makes me better. By the way, some gold digging ass women win in life. I'm sorry. Some gold digging ass women figure it out and they be like, look, this is all I have to offer. I'm going to leverage that and I'm going to leverage that until I get what I want. And then they win. But of course, shame, chastisement, all of the Puritan values will say that that person is a low life. But they continue to win and you're expecting karma to hit them and all the evils to be heaped on them. And and yet that's what they chose to do. But this woman right here, mostly women put this. And I'm going to tell you, this is a dangerous mindset for men. Read it. And it says right here, when she wants your time and not your money, she loves you. This is false. This is false. Not only that, it is worse than gold digging, in my opinion. 
But a lot of blue pill plugged in mouth breather, knuckle dragger missing link, ham and eggers, and oxygen thieves think that this makes, makes her remarkable. When this is actually more devastating to you as a young man. This is actually more dangerous to you as a young man than anything else. I don't care about your money. I'm not a gold digger. She's trying to separate herself from the classes of the gold diggers and the money mindset women. She's actually trying to put her in a situation where she's in the upper echelon. Many times she lives in a apartment building with bars on the window, Captain Crunch crumbs all over the floor. She lives off section eight in welfare. She's a single mom and so forth and so on. And she's trying to say, I love you. Therefore, it is your time that matters, not your money. This is dangerous. And I want you to understand it. You don't want a woman like this. Because your most valuable asset is your time. And the most thing, the, the one thing that we have in the absence of money, the one thing we're willing to waste in the absence of money is time. We hear this conversation all the time, and I don't want to rehash it, but a lot of guys keep saying, you paying for peace leave makes you weaker. But uh, in the absence of money, what they're saying is if they use time, they'll get valuable women. They'll get women's soul. They'll get women to do what they want. They'll get women to build with them and perform with you. And that absolutely has been proven not to be the case. It has also been proven that no matter how much time you spend with them, it's never enough. It has also been proven when you start removing the time, she starts to interfere and sabotage you as an individual. You work too much. You're never here. It's like I'm a single mother and I'm married. You're away at work all the time, and all I want is a little bit of your time. So you start giving her a little bit more of your time, taking your eyes off the prize, and then she ends up sabotaging your life still. Well, you're here too much, and you're, you're watching me, and you're doing this and that, and she's offering you nothing of value when you remove yourself from the prize. When you remove, and when you take your eyes off, she gives you nothing in the value. And then eventually, like Tom Brady understood, Tom Brady figured this out. Tom Brady figured this out. Remember, Giselle said, if you quit football and come back and be a father, I'll be happy. He quit football and became a father. And she said, I'm not happy. <laughs> and he said, hell with that. He figured it out early and said, forget it. I'm going back. Because mm. <laughs> he gave her the time and she still she ended up sabotaging him professionally, sabotaging his mindset. And he said, you know what? You still are a miserable human being. It didn't even work. Let me ask you this. What do you actually get in exchange for giving them this valuable time? In exchange for money. I don't want your money. End up happening is she ends up wanting your money. The bills do, right? Your rent's due, motherfucker. Oh, well, how are we going to pay rent? Well, we would have been able to pay it, but I've been spending all this time with you. Instead of applying myself. Now we short on rent. Well, I'll pay you a portion of the rent, but. And then the relationship gets progressively worse and worse and worse and worse. Why? Because you're spending all your money on weed, hanging out, eating Cheetos, watching movies and Netflix. Meanwhile, when you're doing this, what do you do? I give you the idea of the law of depreciate, uh, the law of depreciating. <laughs> um, sorry. Sorry. I'm, I, I missed it. The law of. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody help coach out this morning. The law of diminishing returns. Sorry. The law of diminishing returns. I was confusing two things. You get the law of diminishing returns, which essentially what happens is the more time you spend with the individual, the less quality the time is. The less quality of the time is, meaning I can spend more time with my girlfriend, but the value of the time diminishes the more time that I spend with her. This is a general principle 
This works in economics. This works in investing. And it works in human relationships. Meaning, if I spend three hours with her, those three hours could be fantastic. They could be very quality. We can go our own way and we can appreciate the three hours we spent. Once we go to our four, five, six, and seven, highly likely we'll have a conflict. Highly likely we'll get lazy. Highly likely I'll sit on the couch watching movies over and over again the rest of the day. Highly likely we'll start arguing. Highly likely I'll have to spend more money to entertain her. Highly likely I'll become bored and I'll become disinterested. Or I'll become malcontent. Oh, man, I could be doing this with my time, but I'm sitting here cuddling with this person. Why am I cuddling? Because potentially she can give you a second or third round of sex. Is the second or third round of sex worth it? Mm. Ask yourself this. I've had to ponder this. Is the second or third round of sex worth it? The second round of sex, potentially. The third round of sex, probably not. You can barely feel what's going on. You're numb. All right, you're you're thinking of someone to actually finish it off. What is it going to lead to? Is it going to lead to me to get up and go run laps and go to the gym? Is it going to lead to me to make more money? It could possibly lead to me making less money because the third round, I can, impreg- I can impregnate her. Now she's got me off my goal. Third round of sex took eight hours of exchange of time. Now I haven't been on my goal. Now, if you do that on a repetitive basis and you wonder why you aren't where you are in life, think about it. You're wasting time. You're wasting time. You, she just jacked you and hijacked you for your time. Now, she thinks she's loving you, but what she's doing is sabotaging you. But she doesn't know that, and it's not malicious, but she's sabotaging you, and you're sabotaging yourself by choosing this endeavor. This is why you cannot transcend class because you are so focused on ass. There'll be another day for another few rounds. There'll be another round another day. I don't have to put in another three hours to get another round. It doesn't seem like a favorable exchange. The quality of the second round won't be as good as the quality of the first round. I know this and I apply this to my life. I just basically be like, look, I can get a second round, but I choose not to today. Is this going to destroy my ego? Is it going to destroy my reputation? Can I not, not put out my receipts? Can I not jump on here on YouTube and say how much of a fantastic man that I am because I've pounded out a woman for two rounds and it took me six hours to do it. Mm. Now I'm tired. Now I don't plan. Now I don't get on my purpose, my path. You see what I mean? This mindset is a normal ham and egger time oxygen thief mindset. A person that leads with this is a person I disqualify. A person, a woman who says this as a means to tell me that your money's not important, but your time is more valuable. She understands the value of time, but she's understanding how to mismanage your time in order to get her. And nobody else has been willing to put that time into her because if they did, she'd still be with him. She'd still be with him. Men who lack money have to trade time. Men who lack money have to trade time to get a woman to love them. And even that is temporary. Even that changes tomorrow. She resets the time clock. You spend eight hours with me today. How about tomorrow? Married men. Married men. How many times have you been on a Saturday? You put on college football game day. You sit in your recliner. You said, I'm going to decompress. I'm going to reward myself with rest. 
I'm going to reward myself with rest so I can re-energize myself. And then I'm going to watch the first game, Virginia Tech versus whoever the hell they're playing. And then the second game is going to be some whack-ass Big Ten game, Purdue versus Michigan State. You're going to be bored to death, but you're going to be chilling and decompressing. And this is what you need. How many times have you done that and your wife has come in and disturbed it because you weren't spending time with her? You needed to re-energize yourself. How many times has she started closing doors and stomping on the floors and throwing kids into your lap? How many times has she done that? Numerous of times. How many times have she said, what are you doing all day? And you say nothing. And she says, well, since you're doing nothing, I want you to do X, Y, and Z. She misunderstood what nothing means. See, nothing doesn't mean this is your time to give me something to do. It means I'm doing nothing right now. But a lot of husbands can't figure that out because you're plugged into the blue pill. What she just did was sabotage you. Now you're going to be drained. Now you're going to be doing what she wants you to do so she can be happy. Eventually, the law of diminishing returns is going to come up. By the end of 4 o'clock on Saturday, you're going to be arguing over some bullshit. <laughs> you're going to be arguing over some bullshit. Well, honey, I thought you understood. Well, well why didn't you bring in the bag of groceries? Well, well, well you at the grocery store pushing the cart. She just throwing shit in. And how dare you tell me I got to push the cart and, and put the mayonnaise in there? Why did you pick that mayonnaise? I told you to go over there and pick the mayonnaise that's not in the glass jar. How come I got to cook every week? I cook meals on Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. You should be cooking meals on Saturday. The kids want ham sandwiches and bologna. Why don't you give them ham sandwiches and bologna? What you could have been doing was nothing. What you could have been doing was nothing, but you're telling me you're going to trade this time and you're going to be in a better situation. Guys, you're missing out on relationships. You're missing out on relationships. They're fantastic. You're missing out because you, you're missing out on the woman, the woman you love. Meanwhile, you've traded time. You sabotage yourself. Not only that, she sabotage you. Guys, that's what relationships are. And that's what men who get out of relationships forget about when they want to get into relationships. And then they get into relationships and realize all the time they're about to waste. Now, I'm not making this up. This has nothing to do with you and your normal mindset talking about somebody's bitter and hurt. But this is the reality of the situation. You give up time in the absence of money. And women monopolize that with the mindset of, I only want your time, not your money. That's a dangerous mindset to a man that is on his purpose. That's a dangerous mindset to a man that's trying to transcend the class system of America. Because these same people will be doing crate challenges in the stanky leg with your time. You'll be at the fair, the festival, the farmer's market, and all of that. You'll be at the movie theater watching the same old movie being repeated over and over again and then you'll sit up there and wonder why you cannot transcend class system in america that person that you're doing it with has no intentions for you to transcend class in america they're doing what they want to be comfortable they want to be safe they want to be secure they don't want to take risks how many times have you said i'm going to take a risk and the woman your wife your girlfriend talked you out of it no nah, don't do that that's going to take too much time. Matter of fact, let me tell you something. I have a family member. Now I'll get to the super chats. I have a family member. When I started doing YouTube, I tell you the story all the time. We'll talk about monk mode and time management. We're still on point. When I started doing YouTube and I started approaching 20,000 subscribers, I started putting the word out on my family. I said, hey, man, y'all need to do this. You have talent to be able to get into this. Y'all need to do this. You ever see those excited people about YouTube? I got 20,000 subscribers. 
<laughs> and I told close family members, dude, you need to do this. I was having a conversation with a close family member. Their wife happened to be passing through the room doing what we call gathering intel. This is what they do by nature. They're very sneaky. They will pass through the room acting like they're doing nothing, but yet they're gathering information and they're ear hustling. All right. And what this information, what, what I said was, hey, you have a great talent. Instead of doing things on, you know, because what they would do is they would put stuff on Facebook. So I know you have the time to do it because you're already doing it. Like it wasn't like they weren't doing it. They were already doing it, but they were putting it on the wrong platform at the time. Right. They were doing it. I was like, you're doing it wrong. I was like, on YouTube, you'll be monetized. Now on Facebook, they're monetized, but Facebook is just anyway. I was like, YouTube is actually monetizing you like crazy. I was like, you have an exceptional talent. Why don't you make YouTube? You know what the wife said passing through? The wife said, you don't have no time for that. I looked at the wife. I looked at the family member. I said, but you're already doing it. <laughs> like, you're literally already and then the wife got in there. Nah, in between when you got to do this, 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 all stuff that would benefit her. But in the time of picking up the kids, in the time in between this, in between the time that I, I need you to be make me happy, in between this, she started to sabotage the guy. Now, let me remind you, this person was already doing a portion of, they were already kind of uploading on another platform. And I was like, you're kind of doing it wrong. Go over here. The wife was like, I'm like, bro. I was like, okay. Okay. You can listen to her or you can listen to me who's showing you. And by the way, economically, it would help. It would help them. Economically, it would help them if it popped off. Now, it might not pop off. Who knows? But like I said, they're already doing it on Facebook. They were already doing a, uh, and they were already uploading some content to Facebook. And so I was like, just transfer it over here. Just do that over here now and modify it and simplify it and instruct. And I'm giving them game. And, and now guess what happens? Here we are four and a half years later. They did nothing with it. Now the window's closing. Same as cryptocurrency, same as the housing market, same as the money market. Same. Now the window's closing because what happened was that was before 2020. I was giving them that game in 2018. Now it's 2020. What happened? C-19, the quarantine. Now everybody sat at home. Now everybody's doing YouTube. So now the competition is much stiff. What do you think they're saying now? Hey, man, is it too late for me to get on the YouTube? You should have got in. Like I told you in the free agent lifestyle, you should have went monk mode in 2018. Because going monk mode in 2020, for some of you guys, it might be too late. I'm not discouraging you. But what you could have got, in 2018, going monk mode is much different in 2020 going monk mode. And I hear you. You were watching me in 2018 and you didn't do it. <laughs> in 2018, you were watching me and your ass went back out there to be a purple pill. And you never went monk mode. Like I said in the book, you never did it. And now guess what? Okay, I'll try it now. Four years later. What I'm telling you is when I give it to you now, you got to go, go now. It's go time. It's go time. Same thing is now, now that the markets are lower, now that crypto's lower, now that housing prices are going to collapse, 
If you're prepared, you can get in now. Are you going to get paid next week? Are you going to see it go up to 60K? Are you going to see your housing prices increase overnight? You're not. You got to wait five to 10 years to see the payoff. But you got to go now. Many of you aren't ready to go now. And the reason why you aren't ready to go now is you're not willing to take the sacrifice now. You're still trying to pat yourself on the back for banging fat chicks. I don't know, man. And I'm still on the points. If you want to know, just let me speak. You got to go now. Uh, shout out to VMAT. Shout out to you over on the PayPal. Let's get over to Cash App and catch up with the brothers over there. This is your motivation today. It's your motivation today. Oh, boy. Over there on Cash App. Shout out to Baby. Hey, Baby I do says graduated in July with a BS, a Bachelor's of Science in Public Health. Thank you very much. Shout out to you. All right, let's get to go. Let's get going. Jones G, you give tangible info while others lack substance. Others lack substance. And I try to entertain in between that and keep it good. I'm giving you tangible information that you just can apply it. And I'm not competing against anyone. I, I honestly think there's no competition for me on YouTube, but I got to believe that. It's not cocky. It's not arrogant. I think I'm far way better than people that try to put their name, my name in their mouth. I'm like, you ain't got no damn reason to put my name in your mouth. I really don't care about you. But I got to believe that. It's not putting them down. It's not, it's not putting me on a pedestal. But I'm far better. I'm, and the numbers don't matter because I'll be tuning into high shows and, uh, you know, high, high subscriber shows and y'all boring, <laughs> but boring. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, shout out to you guys, man. Shout out to you. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I'm like, that person had no even nerve to even mention my name. You're not in my echelon. <laughs> You're not. I mean, I'll, I'll entertain, I'll, 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 I'll draw any day of the week. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. People mad right now. There's some people that are look. <laughs> uh, uh, some people are looking at me. They like, yeah, coach, you cool. All right. And there's some content creator right now because they're listening to me. No, I don't get the numbers I have without them, with them missing my show. They're watching me like this. <laughs> All right. Shout out to you. It's not, and even non-content creators are watching me listening to Oh my God, this is reprehensible. All right, I'll check it. Come on, man. I'm catching up. Uh, my man, Mr. Fairbanks, is in the building. Shout out to the coach gang. He wants to know about the marketing agreement that we have. Yes, I'm going to jump on it this week. It's a priority. Shout out to Kirby H. One day, I will be able to sponsor an episode. Thank you very much. Oh, that was good. That was good. Shout out to Jones G. What's What speaking truth to power looks like? 100%. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. And sure, I'll be humble. All right, don't worry about it. I'm going to get humbled. I get humbled every day just jumping on YouTube. <laughs> I jump on there, look at the suggestion box. I see content creators winning. They got green lights. I get humbled every day when I jump on here, and I'm sitting here trying to send y'all the cash app. <laughs> That's humbling, but I push through it. Yet I push through it. Shout out to uh, Mr. Fairbanks headed to Miami with a workshop with Grant. Cardone, get your money up. Yes, indeed. Get your money up. I got money. I see people buying 30 cars. All right. And I'm sitting over here, <laughs> sitting over here trying to get y'all to send me a cash app. All right. But it's okay. It is what it is. Shout out to uh, P 
Pindar. He says, Uber Eats stole my tips, but I'm glad you're on. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. Uber Eats. I don't tip through Uber Eats. They don't give it to the they don't give it to the Uber driver, if I understand correctly. Nest Egg Vault says, keep pushing the knowledge, CGA. Thank you, sir. And if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be here. All right, shout out to David. Ask KS if he said it first. Still waiting. Oh, no. I just... Oh, man. I read it. I didn't know what it said. Oh, but anyway, let me just say this. Oh, uh, anyway. That's not a sneak dance, by the way. But shout out to Half Space Will Travel. He says, I'm bullish on Peace Leave, Coach. Sorry, 20% return. There's a, there's a return on Peace Leave. It's not going to be a net positive over time, though. Um, and most ham and egg most ham and egg women, they don't realize that. They think that they're giving you something that's gonna in their mind, despite the fact that they failed at many relationships in their mind. Oh, uh, and then they raise the value and they're like, Oh, the more time you spend with me, the better it's gonna get. And it's the opposite. It's the opposite. Ladies, do you realize the more time a man spends with you, he's in misery? He's in misery. He's just doing it so he don't mess up his future chances at sleeping with you. You're not funny. <laughs> I mean, they be thinking they're funny and entertaining and comical and witty and snappy. And what do they call it? Um, when they're kind of like, uh, I can't remember what they call it. Oh, I'm a little bit uh, not rebellious, sassy. Oh, I'm sassy and I'm sarcastic. They literally think that that right there is keeping you in. You literally staying. Because that is the easiest access to ask that you can get. And you don't want to mess it up. Quirky. I'm quirky, sassy, sarcastic. Dudes hate that, by the way. No guy likes that. And nobody's ever told you this because they didn't want to ruin their chance at sleeping with you. I hate it. I'm like, get that quirky, sarcastic. Just be quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton under a church pew. Just be there. Be seen, not heard. Nobody wants to hear your jokes. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear your jokes. Shout out to XL Pro Services in the building. Uh-huh. Simon Small, thank you for the blue chip mindset. Series, keep it up. Indeed. All right, let me go in here two more. Devoni says, at 25, thank you for being the father figure I never had. Thank you, sir. Yep, I never lose kids. All right. Mr. J. Moody says, uh, need the long-term wriggle game, coach. Yep. Long-term wriggle out of the bullshit game. We're going to go over to Venmo to see if any brothers are over there. All right. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, shout out to Relevant Music. Increasing my value, staying blue chip, work 60 hours a week, and spending the weekend at the junior college. All right. Joining the Money Mindset next and counting me in on the YouTube training, sir. All right. Shout out to you. I got money. Rational irrationality, giving a girl 18 seconds of pleasure for 18 years of legal obligation or illegal obligated pain ain't worth it. All right, man. It's not worth it. It's it, Well, you know what I mean? I mean, especially if you're going to go through uh, support, custody, and all that stuff, it's not worth it. All right, but plan your plan your thing out, right? Surrogacy overseas there's 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 solutions because the guy's gonna well what are we supposed to do that tells you you're thinking small uh small you're thinking small there's way if you want to have kids that's the way to do it if you just hell bent on doing it or you can roll the dice shout out to sunny d he says uh let the other let the others have 1 million followers coach they're not changing lives like you are i'm 38 
on my purpose and now seeing all of my exes that were happily married, checking in on me. He says, keep giving us the edutainment coach. We call it the edutainment. This is, this is, he's living the hoes ain't winning life. He's in the point of his life where he's starting to see, oh, damn. And yeah, shout out to you. I think, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a numbers chaser per se. All right. Who am I checking on over here? All right. Over on PayPal. I got three people. No government name, coach. Have you not uploaded on Apple Podcasts since Friday? I listen to you all day making deliveries, but now I don't know what else to listen to. Everything else is so blue pill. We'll probably jump over on Spotify because for some reason, my podcast thing is something's going wrong. Spotify tried to cancel me and I caught them with a hand in the cookie jar. All right. So, um, <laughs> all right. And uh, I don't know what Apple's up to. I, I, I will check. Shout out to Thomas C. He says, keep up the good work, coach, so I can. So I can focus on my career. Indeed. Uh, shout out to you. And uh, uh, Sizzo, last one over, over on PayPal, says, Sizzo, the blue chip mindset. A lot of these Mitch legacy ninjas ain't hearing you, CGA. That's okay, because the difference will show between the haves and the have-nots in 20 and 50. Yes, indeed. Oh, man. He says, wake up, free agents. Have you guys noticed? Us old heads notice. Have you noticed the difference in life since the 1990s and uh, 2020s? Have you guys noticed that? Right? Have you noticed the quality of life from 1990s to 2022? Like, you lived it. You were a teenager, and you were here now, and you're like, God dang. <laughs> now, have you noticed the quality of life between 2018 and 2022? 2018 and 2022. Like what you were going through in 2018, you thought it was a struggle. You was like, I'm struggling. And then 2020 happened. And now we're in 2022. Like, are you like super duper optimistic about, are you encouraged? Do you think there's some nefarious plan that the government, the NW, new, 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 new like world. you can literally see it. You can like, you actually feel it every day you wake up when you're feeling this stress, when you're feeling this depression, anxiety, when you're feeling this stress, this is because there's a shift going on and they notified you of the shift. They actually told you we're changing what we're doing. What we did back then no longer applies. Now you're feeling this, but you somewhere are still hopeful and you're trying to apply 2018 mindset or 1990 mindset to 2022 and they're not doing that no more i'm just letting you know <laughs> they called it a great reset and some of you guys don't realize it you're like no they're too dumb and the government's dumb uh, yeah the government people who work for the government are dumb however you know who's not dumb the shadowy ram, the people who work underneath, you know what I mean? The people who work, those people who are rogue, those people who have uh, work for lobbies, those people that have nefarious plans, those people who, who the corporations are their daddy, the people who are moving, they have, those people are very intelligent. Those people are very intelligent and they have a way to actually change things and they called it a great reset. They start shutting down the mom and pop stores. They start shutting down opportunities. They let you go home. Now, this is what leaders do, and they've been doing this forever. So this is nothing new. The Industrial Revolution was that. This is why we call it the Industrial Revolution. It basically changed from agriculture and the slave, uh, uh, the slave economy into the industrial economy. This is nothing new. Who did that? The riches of the rich, who you would call the elite, and the politicians did that. 
Sometimes the elite had to pad the, the pockets of the politicians. That was a change. That was so-called the Great Reset. Now we've left the Industrial Revolution. We went into the technology re revolution and we're into the digital age. And then now we're into the, what they would call the metaverse. And then we're going forward into the digital age. Now they're shifted everything. All right. They, they don't care about, they got what they want out of it. They got their pound of flesh and now they're moving into a different direction. Okay. It's what it is. And they've done this before. The clergy had power. Then they didn't have power. Uh, we went, we went to fight, fight thems and feudal feudalism. Uh, we went through a whole bunch of digital, uh, not digital changes, changes. We went through a, tire, uh, a lot of resets. This is a significant one in which if you're older than 40, you better change your mindset fast. Not tomorrow, like yesterday. Because what worked when you were growing up is not going to work. It, it ain't going to work no more. All right. That mindset is gone. That that path of to success is gone. <laughs> okay. That path to success is gone. I'm sorry. And what, what you have to understand is when they changed it, the change wasn't for you to accept. It was for you to adjust to. But if you go kicking and screaming, you realized who the target audience was. It wasn't you. It was Generation Z and Gen Alpha. Because think about it. When they told 40-year-old people to put masks on their face, you kicked and screamed. But Generation Z and Gen Alpha is like, okay, they think it's normal. They think it's so normal. They think you're a damn uh, relic for fighting it. You look crazy to them. They're like, <laughs> why are you fighting it? And then you're talking like, we need to have our own land and raise our own food and have our own agriculture. Gen Z is like, give me the metaverse. You see what I mean? So that direction, somebody says, what is this new direction? Where have you been? <laughs> Come on, man. Don't make me have to spell it out. You see it. And if you don't see it, you're not accepting it. They're changed the way we do things. And they changed what we've accepted as normal behavior. And now what is abnormal? What? Was right to you is now wrong. What is now wrong is right. Okay. What is now, what you think is wrong is normal to a person in Gen Z. They were the target audience because they can get, they can get what they get out of Generation Z before they get it out of you. The baby boomers, you guys are done. They scared the piss out of you with the virus. So they don't think they're going to get much return from you. Matter of fact, you guys have sucked off all of the damn resources from the government, they're tired of you. They want to get rid of you quickly, all right? They're like, let me put you in the house. They do, they do like that governor of New York. All right, you're not the target audience, Generation X. So you can fight, rebel, come up with conspiracy theories and try to warn all you want. But the young millennials in Gen Z, they were the target audience. And they know they're going to get more out of them with their cooperation because it's, it's somewhat normal to them. So yeah. That's what's happening. Again, ask a Generation Z about trans people. They'll be like, yeah, I ain't, you know, pronouns. They'll be like, uh-huh, yep. Ask a Generation Xer and a baby boomer. How dare these people? Ask, ask a Generation um, Xer about gun control. Yes, we got we to gotta keep two-way. We got to protect the Constitution. Ask a Generation Z or a young millennial. They don't care. Oh, we'll give them our guns. Yes, give them all up for safety. You see what I mean? This is what's happening. So they shifted this. and. 
the way people earn money and whatnot is going to be different. People are making millions of dollars on OnlyFans, Instagram, and YouTube. And there's Generation Xers and Baby Boomers saying, these people are losers. Oh, these losers are making money on social media. Uh, that would be called a metaverse. That would be called digital. That would be called, that's the new way. That's the new way. Just as when you were Generation Xers were making money working at the plant, working at the factory. See? No one wants to do that anymore. <laughs> and they aren't going to buck the system. They're going that way. And it is what it is. The future is here. And shout out to the Melophiles out in the building. All right. We got something more to give you here. All right. We got some more. Stick around if you want. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Yeah, nobody wants to sit in cubicles no more. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to go commute anymore. Have you noticed that young people under 28, they did the whole quiet quitting. They did the whole, uh, what was it? When they laid themselves off, we're going to lay ourselves off. <laughs> the young, the young uh, millennials, the young millennials, what was it called? The great resignation. They've given up on the fact that they're going to go to corporate offices and make their money. They're like, oh, hell no. They ain't doing that. Why? Because they sat at home and they realized, shit, I could get on here and start a podcast. Let me ask you this. How many podcasts have started since 2019? There was a time podcasts seemed to be dead. Now everybody has a podcast. And people are making money from said podcast. They're making more money than they could do going to work. Huh? Celebrities are now having podcasts. See, think about that. There was a time where people would say, starting a podcast in 2019 is dumb. Don't do it. There's too many. Coach Greg Adams has one. Everybody got a podcast. Now, since it was 2020 and you weren't prepared, everybody got a podcast. Now it's hard to start a podcast. There's women saying these men aren't, they're starting podcasts and not going to therapy. Now starting a podcast is a stain on society. You see what I mean? That's how quick it changed. That's how quick it changes. Now, if you wanted to be a YouTuber and a podcaster, should you have started in 2019 or in 2022? Which one's more advantageous to you? If you would have started it when we were telling you to start one, you would have been ahead of the game. When I started in 2018, here I am. My shit is already rolling. But now, <laughs> Joe Rogan got paid off of his podcast in the to the tune of 20. $250 million. And he started his podcast 10 years ago. What are the podcasts going to be from the people who started in 2015 and 2018 and they kept at it? What is going to happen? Remember the people who we were struggling to get 25,000 subs. Now I'm seeing people who've been here since 2017 and 2018. We all have 200 to 500 to 600,000 subs now. When it would have seemed impossible to even get five years ago. It would seem impossible for us to get that type of traction. And that's kind of the result of Kevin Samuels. We'll give him his due. Um, time management. This is what we're going to end on. Some of these podcasts don't need to have no podcasts. All right, they don't even compare, but it is what it is. Uh, time management. The importance of monk mode. This right here is my lifeline. 
This is what I lived off of for years. I have some of these books. I'm going to make my own book at one particular point. Hopefully, you know, we're running into the end of the year. Maybe I should start working on that. Okay. But I use this for 10 years straight, monitoring my time. Okay. When I went into monk mode, I said, this book right here goes with me everywhere. Everywhere. And all of my time is going to be accounted for. Everything that I do, if it's not in this book, it's not important. And at the end of the day, I will show, I will find out how much time I have to give to women, have to give to fun, have to give to entertainment, have to give to networking, socializing. Then I can put it down in this book. But for a person to come into my life and believe that they can distort the direction of what I have in this book, I will tell them really fast that you are of least important to me because I have something else that I'm trying to do. And it's in this book. See, there's things that you could do to break down this time. Let's break down time for you. I got five ways to break down time. There's things you can call learning. Most people don't learn. Everybody just gives their opinion. I'm one of these people. But at times, I have to find time for me to learn. And then when I learn something, I share it with you. That's why I say this chart, this study, this scientific study, these statistics, that's me learning. I take time to learn, then I share with you. But you have to take time to learn. What do you want to learn from podcasters, from books? Whatever it is, you find out where that time is. If you don't have time to learn, then you're not growing as an individual. You're not going to be prepared. You're not managing your time right. See, a woman can't get six, eight hours a day of my time because I have to make time to learn. Women who want to take that time or not understand that I need that time to apply it to my craft, those are dangerous people and I must eliminate them. She has a dangerous poverty mindset, especially if she's not a millionaire. Now, she's a working broad and she makes $200,000 a year. She's going to understand real fast that she don't even have the time to actually give me six. I don't even have the time to give her six hours because she's on her path and her purpose. But if she's a living, if she's a broke chick, yeah, she's going to want six and eight hours a day of my time. I can't afford it. I can't afford it. I'll pay you before I give that time away. But some of you guys will say that's valuable time. Um, the next time that you have here is opportunities opportunities. There's time for opportunities. This is what we call luck, which is preparation meets opportunity. All right. You have to make opportunities for yourself. For instance, you have to find time to network, find time to meet with people and get coaching. All right. That's also learning time. Find times to actually make yourself available for opportunities. There's an opportunity cost if you don't take advantage of the opportunities. I need to be working on my YouTube channel, but uh, I'll wait. I'll go get some peace leave. Okay. And then you do it, and then you ruin the opportunity. You ruin the opportunity cost. Make time for opportunities. The next one is um is idle time. Idle time. Idle time is the devil's time. A lot of you guys will give away idle time in the form of spontaneity, spontaneous. Let me give you an example of spontaneous. And spontaneous, in my opinion, oftentimes is a loss, all right? It's going to be a long-term loss for you when you're super spontaneous. By the way, what person wants you to be spontaneous? Women tend to be spontaneous. They tend to be emotional reactors. They tend to be impulsive. They tend to waste time. They tend to have a lot of time to waste. And all the time they waste, they tend to try to transfer it into some sort of emotional benefit in which they get cuddling and talking and communicating and all of these things that have no grand effect on you long term. But for them, it's something that they want. They'll spontaneously say, 
hey, you're doing nothing. Let's go to the fair. Well, I didn't plan for the fair. I didn't budget for the fair. How much time are we going to be at the fair? What am I going to get from going to the fair? Well, we get to spend time and communicate and have fun. Well, no, I don't think that's important to me. And then they'll call you a killjoy. They'll call you a uh, party pooper. You're not spontaneous. See, spontaneous is exciting to them. They're hardwired for spontaneous. This is why they like men who are emotional and spontaneous. This is why they like Chad's and Tyrone's because Chad will drop everything to come slay her peacefully. Um, also, um, men that are spontaneous tend to get themselves in positions in which they paint themselves in corners because, um, because, because she led him there. And then all of a sudden the, the place will be chaotic. Oh, it's a little bit chaotic around here for them. Um, you know, doing drugs. It's cool. Oh, I spontaneously went, we went to the, uh, the, the dispensary and we got all of this weed and we got high and we kicked it all day and we had fun. Well, it sounds like a benefit to her. It doesn't, was not a benefit to you. You might've got a piece of peace leave out of it, but what? They also like spontaneous things like them destroying property because you cheated on them or spontaneously combusting or um, another spontaneous. We spontaneously got tickets to Costa Rica and we jumped on the plane. But that's going to cost you a lot of money. Why don't we take a weekend trip? You didn't plan for that. You didn't budget for that. You were actually budgeting for something else to purchase in the in the in the in the future. I was going to put I was going to I was going to buy my podcast equipment, but she wants to go on a weekend trip spontaneously. It's Friday. Let's hop in the car. Hop in the car. Go with me. You don't have to do anything. All right. And then now we going now now. We jumped and put our weekend bag, and I've just spent my podcast uh, budget. For her to have fun in a hotel room, the same thing we could be doing at my crib. Mm. Now it cost me money and time when I was actually focused on doing what? See, these are the things that actually sabotage you. Spontaneous people are the most brokest people you can meet. Because they're not following the budget. They're not following the time management. Now, let me just say this. There could be times where spontaneous things could reward you. Every now and then. I didn't plan on doing this. Somebody actually called me the other day, a guy that I was networking with. He was like, hey, come to the nightclub. I was editing. I was in my studio editing, and I believe it was either a Thursday or Friday night. I can't even remember. I can't remember what day of the week it was. Might have been a weekend. And it's in Vegas. He's like, hey, just, just come here. Now, I was like, what time? And I think it was around 8.30. It was right 8.30 already. I was in here. Now, I didn't have my hair cut. I, I, I hadn't showered since the morning. I would have had to go get ready. I would have had to drop everything that I was doing to go get ready. Now, the next day, I believe it was a Friday. The next day, I was supposed to meet with my videographer and shoot the videos that got just 20,000 views on my new channel. But I would have been dragging ass had I went to there. But I could have met somebody that I could have networked with. Or I could have got carjacked. <laughs> Who knows? That could have that could have ended up in a rewarding opportunity. Who knows? But I, I'm a betting man. I'm a betting man. And the problem I have with the spontaneous act like that is, number one, I don't know where I'm going. Number two, I don't know who's going to be there. Number three, what am I going to do? Where am I going to park the Porsche? Number four, because what now am I going to get there? 
There's going to be dudes lying in wait. There's going to be a neighborhood I wasn't anticipating going to. Now I got to get ready. I'm going to be running late. I'm dropping what I'm doing. I show up there to do what? To do what? There could have been something good, but most likely not. So I'm a betting man. I said, now I'll pass because I want to plan. I want to be able to know the surroundings. I got to know information. I got to know information. Otherwise, I'm going to set myself up. Being spontaneous. Now, this is how men defend themselves. This is how men defend themselves is to not be spontaneous because women do it. And then all of a sudden they got a flat tire on the side of the freeway and they got to get a flatbed truck to tow their ass back 50 miles away because they went to one stop and they went to one stop. And then it was like, let's go here next. And they did that. Now, all of a sudden it cost them $800. How many times have women done that? Oh, I'm on the side of the freeway and I got to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? They bait themselves in the freaking corner. You're like, how did you end up there? Well, what happened was I went over here and my Nissan Ultima transmission started slipping and then I ran out of gas. You're like, you, all of that right there, you ran out of gas and your transmission slipping and you can't roll your window up and it's, and it's storming. You ever hear women like that? They always be in some bullshit. <laughs> like, how did you get in that position? Some people just don't thrive off of being spontaneous. Like, how did you run out of gas? Why did you stop for gas? Well, I was running late to go to the nightclub. They said meet at 930. And I went there and met at 930. And then we got out and then we made an unexpected stop 30 miles away. And then what happened? Then we went over the ravine. <laughs> we landed in a puddle of water. There was a flash flood. And then a tornado hit. you like, um... And I couldn't roll my windows down and I couldn't run. And then, uh, and then they, uh, and then the active shooter happened. You're like, what the, <laughs> and then a big Brown shark came anyway, let's get to the super chats. That is called spontaneous. That is called lack of planning. They ain't got no, they ain't got no way to fix the flat tire. They ain't got no spare tire, nothing. Like, how did you. Okay. And then he says, <laughs> and then the kidnapper came and they got duct tape tied wrist together. Like, the, how did you get in that? It's just like the um, I Love Lucy episode. I'll never get it. I'll never get in that situation. But that's what they do. And that's because they're spontaneous and they're impulsive by nature. This isn't a bad quality. It's a quality to to understand if you go out with that quality, you're going to you're gonna oftentimes cause yourself to lose a thousand bucks. You're going to lose a thousand bucks that you could not afford to lose. All right. Am I right or am I right? Shout out to, oh, Yura's in the building. He says, been a minute in rebuild mode. I love beating the L's. Shout out to you. It feels good when the winds start piling up. All right, shout out to J.H. Sebast. He says, like you said yesterday, it's all about attention. It's all about attention. So they thrive off the attention. Um, you know, some women are like, just because you're in their presence, it's good. Oh, I'm in, I'm in this presence is good. But I don't know if you know, that is actually them. Um, we talked about this when we read the article about resources, right? She wants your time, but what she wants is she wants to master your time so she can monopolize your resources. Okay, this is a strategy of evolution. This is a strategy of saying, okay, as long as you're in front of me, as long as you're around me, 
I know I can monetize your resources. I can I can get the benefit of you being here because eventually you're going to want to order lunch. Oh, whatever you want. Go ahead and order. Oh, yes. Oh, oh you want to go out tonight to a nice restaurant? Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I can give you a little bit of leg after you bust. I can massage your, your forehead. You're going to fall asleep. But, but, but she knows you're there. She's like, there you are. So in, in essence, it's a it's a plan evolutionary that that designs to monopolize your resources. Mm. Not saying that's bad. I'm not saying that's bad, but that's what she's doing. It's a form of mate guarding. It's a form of mate guarding. I read a I just read a scientific story about this yesterday that acknowledged that very thing. Now she doesn't see it as a sign of mate guarding, but that's what it is. She's mate guarding you. Oh, let's spend a little time. Let's cuddle. Let's watch Netflix and chill. Now. With you doing that, you can't get away. She knows you're not spending money on another straggle. She knows you're not fornicating with another woman. She knows you're not spending money that doesn't benefit her. But it's a controlling mechanism. It is definitely a strategy for her to monopolize your resources. It is what it is. It is make guarding. And what you do is you got to be open-minded about this and basically say, I don't allow this type of dominance. I don't allow this type of monopolizing of my resources. You cannot master my time. I control my time. And thus, this is how much I'm willing to give to you. If you're a person that says, no, I want more. Okay, go. <laughs> but if she sees you sitting on that couch, guess what? The money's not going out. She can control where the money goes. She can control where the resources go. She, she controls the money, the energy, the attention, and the time. She controls it. You don't even have to be doing nothing. You're just sitting there. You're lying on the couch after the second round of nutting. And she's like, good, lay right there, king. Lay right there, king. Lay right there. She's in heaven. She's like, I got his. I got his ass. Anyway, <laughs> right out there, Cali West in Miami, he says, it's the coach's commandments. He says, you can lose money chasing women, but you'll never lose women chasing money. Never. He says, they they scared to do YouTube, but when you said, quote, I made my first videos looking stupid, that resonated with me to not give a F. He says, watching your show put me uh, on to being stoic. Be a man, be proud, and listen to your coach. And by the way, one more advice. Turn the volume up on your when you're talking, all right? You're talking low, all right? So that's a bit of advice for you. I like your videos, but sometimes where I'm listening to you, I got to lean in and be like, what is he saying? So talk a little bit louder or get another microphone. All right, but appreciate you. Cali West, go check him out. Um, sometimes I'll see his stuff pop up and it'll give me an idea for a show. All right, but he's been around here for a long time. All right, the volume's just low in your videos. Uh, let's see here. Or the music's too high, one of the two. All right, let me see here. Where are we at here? Victor J is in the building, or Hota. All right. How would you deal with micromanaging a Karen boss? I am not quite to the point where my side hustle could be my main. He says, but I got over a year's worth of savings and thinking about taking a chance on myself and leaving my job. All right. Any thoughts? Uh, that's a very big thing to do, right? It's one of the most debilitating things to do is for you to go from, from your hustle or to your self-employment from, from employment. That's the hardest leap for Americans to make and not everybody's willing to make it, but be careful when you do it. Make sure your hustle is earning income enough for you to, to stack. All right. But how do you micromanage the Karen boss? Oh man, you talk about the, the 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 final boss. 
if she's your boss, uh, in my opinion, I know this is going to sound misogynist. In my opinion, I don't think women should be in leader positions over men. I don't care what the situation is. I don't think so. But that's just me. I could not work under that idea now. All right. Even when I did, I worked for women. I was like, I'm better than you. <laughs> but <laughs> Or I would try to I would try to overcome where they were weak. And I would ingratiate myself to them. So never never show that I'm better than you. Never try to overperform the master like in the um, laws of 48, uh, 48 laws of power. However, however, you should ingratiate yourself with them and try to say, look, I'm going to make up for where you lack. All right. Um, try to realize where her weaknesses are and make up for where she lacks. I had several female bosses and one was distracted. She was constantly distracted. She was very good at one part of her job. She was like one of the best I've worked for, but she would get distracted. So I would try to try to keep her on the mission. All right. Um, I had another female boss that was um, a micromanager, but she was absent in which she empowered you to do things and make decisions. But then she'd come in and criticize your decisions uh, from afar. And so she would never be there, but then she would come in. And so I tried to find out how to, how to, um, how to overcome that deficit that she had. All right, she gave me power. She empowered me, but of course, she was very critical of my decisions, uh, which taught me a lot about leadership. So uh, that's one way to do it. But uh, micromanaging Karens um, are are tough because eventually their nature is going to show up, and they're they're going to get emotionally. They're going to go on tirades and power hungry and stuff like that. It's very tough. But try to get in and try to yeah try to get in. I had some I had another person who was good. At uh, she was a she was a what do they call it a players coach a players coach where she she had all the players behind her rah rah all right but she wasn't like every other place she was not that good you know she couldn't handle pressure and all that shit so you like you got to find out how, what people are good at and um, realize it when when she was successful she was the genius when she was uh, losing she couldn't handle the pressure and was like like going crazy snapping uh, because the, of the pressure of the job so anyway yeah the, she was a charismatic remember i study leadership so i realize who how they're good leadership wise and then i try to if i'm their assistant or if i'm their employee i'm going to try to figure out what part of leadership they're missing or they can use not try to tell them they're wrong because that's not a way to do it but try to try to um try to fill in the void fill in the void and they'll appreciate you They'll appreciate you. Otherwise, if you go combat head to head, don't go to head to head with a woman that has more power and leverage over you. You're going to lose. Shout out to Dr. Tone or Tuan. Shout out to you. He says cont contributions for this blue chip mindset. All right. We're about winning over here, though. And guys, losing is fine. Sometimes you lose. Never think that losing is going to define you. Winning shouldn't really define you either. But you can learn from both. When you're winning, start trying to humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. When you start winning, you want to get more humble. And then the more you win, the more you're able to reward people. One more thing about the money mindset is we know that part of winning now needs, means you need to support other people. And by that definition, the people I support aren't people that you, I don't support how you tell me to support. I support in a way that I need to support me where it gives me a return. 
A lot of people say, well, put the money here, put the money there. No, that's what you want me to do with the money, but I support other people, okay? Uh, one more thing is is, is the um, uh, the idea. Some people talk about concubines. I think people really misunderstand how we deal with women. The way we deal with money is support and money. The may, the may, the way we deal with women is support and money. That's how you get them. Any other means of it is going to be devastating. And I think a lot of guys try to use time and attention, right, in the means to do it. But ultimately, you're rewarding her negatively. You're rewarding her negatively by using attention and time. Not only that, you're putting yourself below and beneath the woman, which is never going to be good for you. So in the idea of a concubine, concubines are supported women. Concubines aren't women you show up in and pump, pump and dump. These are women that need a support system around them. When people have had concubines, these women were removed from other men and they were supported so that the person could have access to them. So some guys want to have concubines and never put no money in or no support system. That is not what a concubine is, right? That's a whore. That would be a whore. You want whores, right? A woman who does not get anything in return, all right? That's what you want. You don't want a concubine, you want a whore, all right? So what you want is guys that say, I don't want to spend no money and I don't want to do anything. You want a scab peeling skeezer. That's what you want. That is not a concubine. A concubine is a person that I remove from a population of people to not gain access to them. I'm the only one that can access her. And also, I support her to, because I'm removing her from the Chaz and Tyrones. <laughs> but people don't want to do that. No, nah, I ain't going to pay and support. Okay. Well, then guess what? You want a scab peeling skeezer. All right, that's what you want. That's not a concubine. <laughs> oh, man, anyway, I love entertaining you. Yay, scallywag. You want a scallywag, all right? You want a woman that you can just dump seed all over and then just bounce and she get nothing from it. And she constantly trying to pressure you with what? Using your time and attention, which is an L for you. Supporting and now using money is a way to supersede the use of time and attention which is time and attention. How many times have you given attention to women? And she said, oh, you ain't nobody. She squashed you down. But when you wave money in front of their face, I got money. here they come running. <laughs> Even the ones that said, I don't need your money. She'll be calling your ass up. Uh, you think uh, she'd be like this? Your rent's due, motherfucker. Uh, as a matter of fact, you got $200. <laughs> You got 200 bucks. I was I'm kind of short. Women always going to be short financially. Ladies, are you here listening? We're almost done. This is when I actually let the women come in. Ladies, are you listening? It is now September 7th. How many ladies we have in here listening? Shout out to you. It is September 7th. You now have gotten eviction papers or a three-day notice to move on your door. I guarantee you half of you have. You've gotten a lawyer that dropped something in your mailbox. You got served because you've superseded and passed over your three-day notice to move. If you haven't got a three-day notice to move, you're short. Your gas tank is damn near on E. I'm preaching to you. I'm convicting you today. And if your gas ain't damn near to E, you ain't ate 
No square meals. No, you haven't ate three square meals for the last uh, uh, 10 days. One of the three have occurred. Am I right or am I right? One of the three has happened. You either hungry, your gas tank empty, or you got a three-day notice to move or quit. Or your cell phone bill overdue. I know one of the three has happened to you. <laughs> you got that payday loan. And with that being said, since I know this, I can sympathize for you. So, ladies, I got money. It's time to humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. Come get your money. Come get your money. I have a solution for you. But it's going to require your submission and cooperation. It's going to require you to understand. It's going to require you to check your ego at the door. It's going to require you to start being under the supervision and care of your new leader. You are now my concubine. Come in barefoot. Come in barefoot. <laughs> and do as I say and instruct. Sign this non-disclosure agreement and everything will be good. Your solutions will be taken care of. So come to the front now, if you will. And it will be what it is. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. All right. Our sister Nicole has come to the front. Bless you, child. Bless you, child. Yes. Your pedicure is looking nice, ladies. Uh-huh. I know you need it. I know you need your nails done. I can see this. It's a telltale sign when I go out, when I see your ombre, your hair dye has now filtered into the middle of your head. Okay. Your hair up here is black, but your hair down here is blonde. I can tell you need a updo. You need a updo. Yes. I see your nails have not been done. All the paint is scratched off. All right. I see your feet have not been taken care of. The back of your heels are crusty. Nicole has stepped up front. Thank you very much, young dear. Uh, we will take care of you. Just meet us after the service. Yes, Nicole, we got you. We got you, man. Meet me after the service. Service. <laughs> uh, we will get you on track. We will take care of you. Uh, thank you, sirs, and everybody for supporting. All right, yeah, we're going to lay hands on you today. If uh, anyone else we want to lay hands on you today, let me know. Uh, we can pay a couple of bills. Couple of bills will be paid. I'm not your support system. You will have to, you will pay for this. This is going to be a quid pro quo. This will not come for free. Do not text me that you need a couple of dollars wired to you. You will have to pay. <laughs> you will have to pay for this. This is not a free service. But we got to heal you today and get you to October 1st. We're going to get you to October 1st. <laughs> All right. All right. Let me do the last ones and get out of here. Shout out to AD Austin. Failing the plan is planning to fail. Absolutely, man. Failing the plan is planning to fail. Everybody needs a plan. What is your plan? One year, three year, five year plan. All of my coaching clients go through that. What is your one year plan, your three year plan, and your five year plan? That's going to lead you to the 10 years. Shout out to the computer geek. He says, keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate you. Elvis, I got money, says mediation tomorrow. Thanks for all the knowledge. All right, good luck in mediation. Not sure if it's court ordered or not, but good luck in mediation. If it's court ordered, they may not be able to discuss money. So come prepared for the fuckery. All right, it's going to be out of control. Shout out to Brian Horsley in the building. 
and um appreciate you and shout out to baby adu he says and uh and wanted to say appreciate you for the leadership thank you sir and thank you for everybody now that we're ready to go we're ready to get through on hump day we're gonna be back this afternoon shout out to fresh print ceo i hopped in on one of his streams i didn't hop in but um i hopped in one of his streams and uh he motivated me to get my social media back in order all right shout out to fresh print ceo and the island boys all right shout out to the island boys in the building all right and we out of here who we who we gonna be sending you out with all right this lady like here i love this lady right i here. looked at it as i have an atm between my legs and i just i'm just using it all i gotta do is put my card in and that's it and put the pin number and boom money just comes right out